Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today is our second annual supersized Megan and Wendy approved episode where later in this episode, we're going to share our favorite items from the year. Those are my sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a minute since we've done a regular episode here. It has. Welcome back. But there have been no shortage of episodes. We published six episodes last week, so you can dive in and catch up some gift guide mini episodes, plus a plethora of Hallmark episodes. So many. So, so many. So many. Um, Hey, if you want to find us outside of the podcast, you can always find us on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS, or hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. Um, Or send us an email at MeganandWendy at gmail.com. We also have Patreon. If you haven't signed up yet, it's patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Megan, tell them about the tiers they can choose from there. We have three different tiers for you to choose from at three different very affordable price points starting at just $3 a month. You can get a variety of bonus options like bonus Hallmark episodes, bonus main episodes, bonus videos. You're not getting those on YouTube anymore, only on Patreon. Plus, each and every week, Wendy or I publishes a Friday Five, which could be anything from like our five favorite Christmas candies to easy dinner recipes to book recommendations, podcast recommendations, TikTok accounts we think you should follow. (laughs) Those are really fun. We would love to have you join our Patreon community. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Speaking of Patreon, there's an episode that went up yesterday where we discussed our... Christmas prep, and I have an update. Oh, let me hear. So we had said that in that episode, spoiler alert, I was mostly done shopping, but I hadn't done any wrapping. And Mm -hmm. y'all, I've done about 95% of my wrapping. Well, you can come over to my house now because you know what's on my calendar tomorrow? What? It is, um, I need to inventory the things that Mm -hmm. I've purchased because Mm -hmm. they're all just in Amazon boxes outside. Yes. And then start wrapping. Because you know what? Here's the problem is uh, I did not factor that I'm going to be out of town for six days during the month of December. So Mm -hmm. now I'm like frantically shopping online just so things can get here like while I'm gone. Yes, I have a house sitter. So she'll bring those things into the home. They're not just going to be sitting on my Right. porch for some porch pirate to come and get anyway but i didn't take into the fact that i'm not going to be here for six days when am i going to wrap all this crap i get home literally like two days before christmas so you got to get a jump on it yeah that's tomorrow and uh the next day is all like blocked off on my calendar <laughs> That's good. That's I mean, that's how you have to do it. My husband and I had the plan. My kids were at my parents' house and those were our big solo day plans. We inventoried everything to make sure we have two kids. So we kind of tried to compare and see what they had and Mm -hmm. what he had gotten and what I had gotten. And then it was really nice. I'm not 100% done. I didn't wrap anything for him yet, but every other gift I have purchased has been wrapped. And I'm just waiting on one more to arrive. And then I have one more to buy. But you know, this is why I want to be done early because yesterday I was invited to a favorite things party that's happening next week. Uh huh. And so now I've got to find a favorite thing and buy three of my favorite thing and 
wrap them. So this is why I prefer to be done early because there's always these little things that sneak up. My daughter's church group is doing a gift exchange. So we have to get something for that. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it kind of never ends. She comes to me this morning. She goes, mommy, we need to go shopping after school. It's so-and-so's birthday. This is not a name I've ever heard. She goes, she's my best friend in my class, mom. And I was like, oh, so apparently we have to do that. So... Even being done early does not exempt me from running around up until the very last minute. Wow. I'm impressed. Well, let me tell you quickly what we did last night. We went down to Dana Point Harbor, which yeah. is here in Southern California. And they usually have like a – they really light it up down there for Christmas, uh-huh. right? I've never been down there before. I mean, I've lived here my entire life, never been down there. And they have this really cute, like, Christmas sign that says, like – Mary kiss me and then you like take a picture underneath it it's very cute Uh and I was like oh let's go see that so we went down there last night there was the longest line (laughs) to take a picture in front of the thing which I I didn't know I'm I'm sure everybody else knew because it was very crowded down there and uh, I decided like I just made my daughter stand to the side (laughs) I took a picture of her I was like you don't need to be underneath it it's fine we're not going to take like a selfie a family selfie underneath it so you know, it's fine. But I was going to tell you, like, things could have went real sideways last night. They have these beautiful, like, awnings, and it's all, like, covered in lights. And it felt very magical. And I was like, this is so great. And I was, like, twirling around. I don't know what came over me. And then I, in classic windy fashion, tripped on my foot. Yes! (laughs) I almost ate shit, fell down. I did not fall down, but I almost did. And there was tons of people around. And I was like, oh, my God, that would have been so bad. And my daughter's like, yeah, I would have just walked away. Oh, the last thing we need is another broken bone surgery just before the holidays. Right? But it got me in the Christmas mood. I'm impressed. I'm I'm very happy to hear that. That we went down there or that I was acting a fool and all dancing around. <laughs> that I that I cut the line basically and took a picture of my kid from We've the side. We've done that you know? at Disneyland, like taking one to the side of the Christmas tree. Like mm-hmm. I just kind of want it in the background. I don't need the straight on shot by the professional. <laughs> just totally. just stand over here and get that tree in the background. Totally, totally, totally. Well. On the Christmas train, you recommended a movie to me this weekend in a total role reversal. Wendy told me to watch 8-Bit Christmas on HBO Max. And you had already sent me the trailer for this and told me to send it to my husband. And for those of you who don't know, my husband does not like new things. He does not like to try new things. He's like, I'm going to watch all the movies that I know and love. And But this uh, was the perfect movie for him. One, because it stars Neil Patrick Harris, whom he loves. And two, because it's like an 80s Christmas movie. It's kind of reminds me of The Princess Bride and its storytelling style. Oh, that's with, interesting. With like the father. I know it's, I think, a grandfather in that movie, but telling the story to his daughter. And of uh, course. That's funny. Because my husband thought he it was, uh, it gave him like a Christmas story vibes. The storytelling oh, uh-huh. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the uh, narrator. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's just a sweet movie. It's kind of a dad's story of how he gets his first Nintendo. But it is perfect for parents of our age because it was so relatable to me in many ways. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene, his little sister wants a Cabbage Patch Kid. First of all, I highly recommend the movie. It's a totally great family movie. We did not watch it with our kids because they weren't home, but we are. They would have totally loved it. I regretted not watching it with them. 
Yeah, my so, husband and I watched alone. We didn't watch with our daughter either. I loved it. I did too. I cried at the end. Me too. So did I. I recommend it. But the little sister wants a Cabbage Patch Kid. And I, as many children of the 80s did, wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid. And they were impossible to find. And of course, this is pre-eBay and pre-online ordering and all of that nonsense. And my mom... Every time the Cabbage Patch Kid comes up, reminds me that her interior decorator was the one who happened to find one in a store and bought it for her, for me. And she's like, Sandy Mainberg bought you that Cabbage Patch Kid. Oh, my God. That's funny. Was she just happened to be at a Target or something? It must have been. And she must have just known that it was the craze and... I don't know if she knew specifically that I wanted one or she knew that somebody would want one and she just grabbed it. But I had that Cabbage Patch Kid thanks to thanks to Sandy. Yeah, we did a little bit of a dive uh, while watching that movie because we we're like, we didn't know if the time uh, the the time the year that they were saying was actually correct or not. But um, when Cabbage like Patch- the year Nintendo came out being the yeah. year of the Cabbage Patch Kid rush. Well, so my husband says they they did come out in the same year, mm-hmm. Nintendo and Cabbage Patch Dolls, but um, in the movie they said it was like 1988, and it was like closer to like 1983 or something like that. Okay. But anyway, that aside, none of that's been confirmed, but that aside, uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, we looked, they were only like $30 for that doll. Uh-huh. And... Do you remember? How old were you? You must have been pretty young. You said they came out in 1984. I was five. Yeah. That's prime Cabbage Patch age kid doll, don't you think? Age? Yeah. So that would have made me, if it came, what did I say? If it came out in 84, I would have been nine. That's prime Cabbage Patch doll age two, I would Mm -hmm. say. Don't you think Mm -hmm. so? Mm -hmm. Well, being the product of diverse parents, I got two that Whoa. Year. Very exciting. <laughs> very, very exciting. My mom actually had worked at Target during that time and she was able to like score one as an employee, you know, because yeah. they came in early and they, you know, <laughs> she put it to the side or whatever. And then I think my dad had found one like at some offbeat random store. And I think that doll, if I remember the story correctly, that Cabbage Patch doll, whose name was Samuel, um, he had red hair. He um, was part of like the first line of Cabbage Patch dolls that had come out before like the mass production. So it was kind of like an OG Cabbage Patch doll. Yeah. Like the hair was a little bit different than the like yarn hair that we're familiar with. Uh-huh. You know. Anyway, I got two that year. It was very exciting. Do you still have them? Yeah, they're in a box in the garage. I mean, they're they're not like in pristine condition no, by any not. means. No. They're probably naked and in a box. Totally. <laughs> they, might have a, they might have a diaper on, but that's about <laughs> it. Also, June Diane Raphael is an absolute delight in this movie. Wasn't she awesome? Honestly, if you were like, who would you cast as an 80s mom? She would not have immediately come to mind. She was fan-freaking-tastic. I loved her. Everything. Steve's on. They, it was such an odd pairing. If you had told me, like, June Diane Raphael and Steve's on are playing husband and wife, I'd be like, come on. That doesn't... It was perfect. It was yeah. incredible casting. It was a really fun movie. I loved I it. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, you guys got to watch it with like your families or if you just want to throw it on and watch it like by yourself. It's a it's a good story. And if you were a child of the 80s, you will 
absolutely relate to it in some way, shape, or form. Can I take a hard right turn here? Yeah. I'm having a bit of a, a makeup renaissance. See? I told you. I know. I went through a phase where I was kind of like, you know, just wear, I don't you care. know, I wear makeup yeah. every day, just like doing it, replacing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like back into eye palettes. And I go through phases where I'm like, eye palettes are dumb because you only use three colors. Like, just yeah. go buy three singles. But then I cannot resist the eye palettes. Uh-huh. And so I have several new ones. And I actually just got one in my advent calendar this morning because I had purchased it for myself and gave it to my <laughs> husband to give to me. And I said, put this in my stocking. But he put it in my advent calendar. I'm like, you're going to have to go find something else for my stocking because that was a good stocking gift. Anyway, I bought the Wet n Wild Impossible Primer that you love, and I also love it now. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's really the best drugstore primer. And I'm just, I'm enjoying the process of doing my makeup. I just, I'm just, I'm having fun. I'm like, ooh, look at these new lip colors. I'm still very much me. I'm like very neutral. I'm not going wild and crazy with my makeup looks. It's just fun to buy new stuff and try new things and I've been using more of the masks that I have either at night or in the morning before I get ready so my skin looks better under makeup Mm. it's kind of a fun swing in this direction I'm enjoying it you just it's just fun to play with those things I remember that uh, Milani palette that I love so much from the summer I do I hit pan on it already. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've used it so much. You know, I've hit pan in one single color that I that I love of course, the most. Of but, course. Uh, if you guys don't know what that means, it means, like, you know, you got down to the, like, pan. <laughs> Metal pan underneath. Yeah, you yes. broke through. Yeah. And I'm like, I never, ever, because I just lose interest in so many things, like, so quickly. But, yeah, yeah I love that palette. And for $4.99 or $7.99 or whatever it was. I got to get me another one. Well, you know, TikTok got me and at peop- I saw the Profusion palettes recommended, which is a Walmart brand. I don't know if they sell it anywhere oh. else. And they have these eight, I think they're eight pan eyeshadow palettes that are $4.99. And I, of course, was looking for the neutral one. They didn't have it. And I was so into getting this palette that I had to get another one of the colors because I was like, I came for a palette. I'm leaving with a palette. So I left with this palette that has like greens and uh, burgundies like it they're very pretty colors but I was like what am I gonna do with this and I actually for Thanksgiving did a whole I hate this word but look with the palette and I was like <laughs> it I kind of I was like I want to try something with the greens but every time I'm like well I need to do it when I'm not going anywhere because I'm not really gonna wear a bold green eye look in the middle of my week but that was a fun $4.99 palette it's actually quite good and then get this I got hit by the impulse purchase bug and I subscribe to a beauty subscription box. What? I know. I It was because, here's the rabbit hole I went down. I was looking at advent calendars. I saw the glossy box advent calendar, which actually had great reviews, but it was $100. So it was, it was a pass. It was just too much for an impulse purchase. But then they had a coupon code for the first month of your glossy box and I, I couldn't resist. And of course I didn't cancel after the first month and I'm getting another month. Anyway, it was $16 for the first month and it had great stuff in it, including a mini eyeshadow palette where the shadows were actually nice because sometimes those subscription box eyeshadow palettes are real garbage. Yeah. Yes, but it was so I... 
I don't, I'm just, I'm into it. I want it all now. I'm having a moment, a real moment. <laughs> well, I'm hoping like back in the day, like January, January and February would be like the months in drugstore makeup. Yeah. Um, all the new releases. New releases. Yeah. And it hasn't been that way because of COVID in the last couple, two years, I guess. But I'm hoping this year we'll get some new stuff. But who knows? Yeah, me too. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt we do. Now that we're like a couple weeks into December, can we do an advent calendar update? Oh, sure. So, you know, I bought that uh, Bon Maman. Is that yes, how you say how's it? the jam? That's how I would say. <laughs> well, I've I've only opened up three days of it at this <gasps> point. <laughs> I know I don't have any bread on hand, so it makes it very difficult to want to eat it when I like open it. You know, mm-hmm. I will tell you though, I had a, a seedless raspberry one that knocked my socks off. It was so good. It was You're so the second good. person I've heard talk about that seedless raspberry from the advent calendar. I'm so glad it you liked was it. Really, it was like tart. And sweet at the same time. It was so good. And I was like, do they sell this in one yes, big jar? Because I want to buy it. They do. They do. They don't sell all of them in a big jar, I don't think. I think some of them are Advent exclusives, but they're raspberry. They do. Oh, so like good. In a and grocery the next store. Day was, oh, I got to find it. The next day was a lemon yuzu, and it was not good. It tasted like, um, you know how much I love lemon pledge. It didn't taste like lemon pledge. It tasted like uh, lemon Mr. Clean. <laughs> talking about like the big bottle of mist it had that like reminiscent it was gross but sorry raspberry was bomb remember i had purchased a ton of advent calendars for the sake of this podcast and i ended up throwing one away over the weekend because (gasps) it was like an italian cookie one that i got from world market and the first two days i pulled out were like biscotti and they were hard as rocks Oh, and no. I, you know, I mean, it's a cookie that's been inside this calendar box for who knows how yeah. long, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to try to crack my tooth open on one of these every single day. It's just got to go in the garbage. So away it went. And how are the rest of them going? That's Look, Seas Candy has been great. Oh, Do I you have like a, your I have a note one? on Seas Candy. Oh, but let I me hear think, it. I think it's a good calendar. Uh, my... Not so much complaint. The C's calendar is a good calendar for our family, but less for me because it's very <laughs> milk chocolate heavy. There's I lots disagree. Foil like wrapped milk chocolates. There have been two dark chocolate items and multiple milk chocolate items plus a lollipop. Um, plus, if you look on the back, it's very milk chocolate heavy. Well, that's funny because hmm, I thought that it was dark chocolate heavy but maybe my family's been opening it and then just giving me them because they don't like dark chocolate and so they feel like little treats that I have got to enjoy but then right. I will say it's only been two I guess that I've had that's that it. were dark chocolate and everything else has been like a yeah they must have eaten them I don't know and if you look on the back you can see everything and it is very milk chocolate heavy and so that works out fine because there's something for everybody in my house. My kids like the lollipops. My husband likes like the milk chocolate Santas and the stars. Um, we haven't gotten to the jelly beans, but um, I think it's enjoyable. I would personally prefer more dark chocolate. I think they could go nuts and do a full dark chocolate advent calendar next year. I'm sure they could. And I just I, realized right yeah. now that 
in store, they have those yummy, delicious sour stars that I need to go get. Uh huh. I forgot all about those this year. I, yes, we have them in our house. They have not been oh. given yet, but I, we went and did Darcy's candy gift purchase the other day for everybody. Oh, Got everyone's favorites. Got to do that. And I was very much regretting not getting the Nespresso advent calendar. And then it sold out. And then this weekend I was in the Nespresso store and they had them there. And then I ultimately decided, since I was in the store, that I was just going to buy the coffees that I know that I like and not do the advent (laughs) calendar. So let me tell you, if you haven't had the Nespresso peppermint pinwheel... Hot damn, is that good? And surprise winner are the Nespresso iced pods. Normally a brew over ice hot pod is hard to get right because it gets watered down. Uh-huh. They're so good. So good. Yeah. I had to You're actually talking- debate with myself this morning. Like, do I want a hot coffee or do I want an iced coffee? Because they were both so good. Why can't you have both? That's uh, No, I would like have a full-blown panic attack with that much caffeine in my system. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, I bought my husband the, because we don't have an espresso. We have a Keurig. Yeah. And uh, I bought him the the advent calendar for it. And I come down the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, that coffee smells so good. Which one is it? And he's like, he started to laugh. He goes, it's the McCafe one. It's the McDonald's <laughs> coffee. I was like, wow, that smells amazing. It smells so good. So I bought uh, just a standalone box of McDonald's coffee from Target the other day because I love the oh, way it's so smelled. funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, McDonald's coffee always smells good when you're there, like at breakfast time. Do you ever buy the coffee from McDonald's? No, Never. I get a, I get a Coke. I get a Coke, drinking. too. <laughs> Always. If I'm at McDonald's, I'm leaving with a Coke, no matter the time of day. Let's take a quick break and come right back to talk supersized, Megan and Wendy approved. We are back for Supersize Megan and Wendy Approved. We removed one item last year on our list. Do you know what item I removed? Yes, I do. We had favorite face mask on our list, and I took it off. I think you know what's w- funny? When you texted me, you go, we had favorite face mask on there. I literally, I thought, like, beauty like a sheet face mask. mask. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't remember talking about that. And then and then it dawned on me it was, a, like, a fabric face mask. I was like, oh, God. I mean, look, I we still wear them regularly, but I think at this point we all have our favorites. Personally, I like the big bulk ones I can buy from Amazon, the black ones. Those are my current favorite disposable. Oh, I am God. so Sorry, tired of washing them. so bad. Those, the Those ones I buy <laughs> don't. The surgical blue ones smell so bad. We have an extra stash in my car if the kids forget them. And every time my daughter puts it on, she's like, oh, smells like farts. I'm like, well, then you shouldn't forget your mask. <laughs> And we have those black disposable ones. It's awful. They smell terrible to me. Terrible. Well, mine don't smell bad to me. So first thing on our list is our favorite show of the year. Wendy, were you able to pick just one? It was real hard. It was because you know me. I watch a lot of TV. A ton. TV, streaming services, all of it. I watch it a lot. So it was very hard to pick one. Do you want to know what my favorite show of 2021 I do. is? It is not even over yet. 
It is called The Sex Lives of College Girls, streaming on HBO Max, created by Mindy Kaling and Jason Noble. That's a great show. Wendy got me into that, and I'm only at episode two, but I was watching, and my husband walked by. He's like, what is this? Because <laughs> it's basically porn. And <laughs> there's he was like, moments. There's... No, no, no. Yes, 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 of course. But he was like, do we need to go back and watch episode one? I'm like, I watched episode one. <laughs> Keep up. He's into, or he's into it because it looks like porn. I think the cast is phenomenal me on this show. And I looked at their profiles on IMDb when I was putting this together. And uh, many of them only have like a handful of credits. The The one with the biggest credit is the girl that plays the closeted lesbian. I can't remember her name right now. She's the blonde girl. And she played Regina George on Broadway in Mean Girls. Oh, I could totally she, see that. She's the only one that has like a recognizable credit. Um but it's so funny. It's so freaking funny and so very relevant. And you're only on episode two. I'm through episode eight. There are 10 episodes. The final two come out this week. It's just damn good. It is so good. And shout out to Mindy Kaling for putting out a great show. It is really great. Although the title does sound like it's straight up porn. Like it's the kind of thing you would find like through the beaded curtain in a video store. Yeah, It's not. I mean, it's like HBO style television for sure. But it is great. I mean, basically, it's just like it's for for like four 18 year old freshmen starting college and they're just figuring life out you know yeah. it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's just good it, yeah there's like I the rory it. gilmore character who realizes like she's now not the smartest one in the room mm-hmm. and it's it's i enjoy it that's a great show i didn't put it on the top only because i have not come close to finishing so it didn't feel fair but i did not pick one i'm sorry i refuse and it's half of my podcast so i get to make the rules and <laughs> uh, my top three of the year we've talked about them all on this podcast in no particular order are Hacks, mm-hmm. starring our girl Jean Smart, Ted Lasso, and Never Have I Ever. And if you have not watched any of those shows, buckle up. Never Have I Ever, season one and season two, I enjoyed. Get into them. I haven't watched season two of Never Have I Ever. I loved it. I'm going to, I'll go back and watch it. The first two episodes are very, like, uh, secondhand embarrassment for the main character because oh. uh, just she gets caught in some lies and but it's so good and it is you know the second season of a show sometimes struggles and Ted Lasso. I think Ted Lasso took I think took a minute to find its footing uh-huh. although I do think the second season was great it just took it a minute yeah agree um, I think the same thing happens with this show it takes it a minute but once it settles in they it's like they do not hold back. This main character goes through it. She's real flawed, and it's great. And then, of course, Hacks. What have we not said about Hacks? Watch it. Please watch it. I need it to come back, like ASAP. When is that show coming back? Yeah, Please tell me they are making season two. I believe Hannah Einbinder is the name of the co-star on that show, and I mm-hmm. had heard an episode of another podcast with Chelsea Handler who said that um, she had been opening for Chelsea, which I was like, oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> She's like on tour. Yeah, that's cool. Next up, favorite podcast of the year. Uh, besides our own. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I would hope we would make your list of favorite podcasts and please share them with your friends. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I am a jerk, but I listen to every episode of our podcast when it when it comes out. Um, just because I, I mean, I know you edit them, so you don't want to listen to them, but I want to listen to them back and I always find them very entertaining. (laughs) I do too. It's not my choice for favorite podcasts, but um, I'm just saying like, you know, in general, it's my favorite podcast. (laughs) Yes. It's a podcast I'm proud of. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what your favorite podcast is. Once again, I have two and (laughs) half my podcast my You've rules. Broken the rules on every category now, haven't you? Uh yeah, but not on every category going forward. Okay, okay. My two favorite podcasts are The Popcast, which is a pop culture podcast. I find them hilarious. And Rom-com Pods, which is a scripted romantic comedy podcast. There are 3 seasons with 3 different storylines. Wendy would freaking hate it, but <laughs> I I find them charming and enjoyable and they are the perfect put in your ears while you're cleaning the house podcast because it just makes me want to keep working so I can keep listening. Mm. I chose Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. Have you ever heard of this podcast before? I have. Is it a Housewives podcast? It's a pop culture podcast. Okay. But it's heavy on Housewives. Yes, he breaks down all of my favorite Bravo TV shows and he's funny and witty and straight to the point. I love listening to him as I fall asleep at night. And Wendy followed the rules and just picked one? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, I'm sorry to say that my next is also a double, but that's the last one. Okay. It's the last one. And that is my favorite book of the year, and I claim that it doesn't count as a double because it is two books in a series. All right. And the books are called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing and A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor. And they are by the author Hank Green. And that is the Hank Green that you were thinking of. And if you find Hank Green charming on social media, I think you will enjoy these books. They're not about him at all. Not even a little bit. It's this like 20 something girl who is walking late at night in New York and comes across this giant metal sculpture and calls her friend is like hey come down here and they make a basically like live youtube video about it and that goes super mega viral and then there are all these bananas consequences of those actions and it is fantastic it has the only thing i would say it ruined me for reading i could not pick up another book afterwards every book i picked up i read a couple pages and put it back down i am now five books into books i am rereading simply because i cannot start a new book after reading these books because it was so good the story yeah, was so good i don't want to hop into another world so i'm just hopping into comforting worlds that i already oh, know that i enjoy i sometimes that happens not very often but they did ruin me So, fair warning. (laughs) They might be too good. Well, I have uh, some Audible credits, so maybe I will download those today. Oh, God, I don't think you'd like them. (laughs) Why? I think the story sounds good. I like it. It's a little sci-fi. No. No. Okay, never mind. But see, here's... I would like to say this. You know, I talked to the... Hail Mary Project over the summer. And that mm-hmm. was um, Andy Weir's book, who's the author of The Martian. And when he's like, oh, space, I'm out. But another person was talking about it on Twitter. And she was like, it takes place in space, but it's not about space. Like, it's not Star Trek. You okay. know what I mean? So anyway, why, what makes this one, like, sort of sci-fi? Uh, you know what? I don't 
want to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that spoils it. Listen, I'm, I'll, I will listen to it because you know that's how I consume books. I will listen to it and then um, I will report back and tell okay. you if I hated it or not. Please do. Okay. Okay. And I will give you an audible credit if you hate it. No. Um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, for my favorite book of the year, it was The Storyteller by Dave Grohl. Oh. This girl. She has no idea who Dave Grohl is, guys. He's the lead singer of Foo Fighters. I know exactly who Dave Grohl is. Anyway, it was his first memoir, and um, he shares stories from childhood and how he comes to be a musician and his time um, like before getting into Nirvana and post-Nirvana and into Foo Fighters. He talks about his children, and it was great. It was like... Like I said, I listened to it on Audible. So Does he read it? Yes, he does. Yeah. And it was like you were hanging out with him, and he was just telling stories. It was so good. They're touring next year. Are you going? I already bought tickets. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I did. See? I know I'm something. a little bit bummed because a few weeks ago after the book had come out, they had uh, put on Instagram that there were select independent bookstores throughout the United States that, that had signed s- copies. Yes. And one was in Santa Ana and I should have went down there and got it and um, I didn't. And so <sighs> I'm a little bit sad about it, but it was such a good book. I really, really enjoyed it. Let's do favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. What's yours? <laughs> I had a really hard time choosing. Okay. Because off the top of my head, I was like, I cannot remember one movie that I have watched this year that has uh-huh. like stood out to me. And uh-huh. I went through like my Netflix and my Hulu and HBO and like I haven't been in a movie theater in two years, right? Right. Um, and honestly, like there hasn't there hasn't been that many great like movie movies that have come out, right? In my opinion, right. So my choice for favorite movie is an unexpected Christmas Stop. Tyler <laughs> Tyler Hines and Bethany Joy Lance. <laughs> I really thought about that. I do think that's a great choice. You guys, it's a Hallmark movie. For those of you who don't listen to the Hallmark podcast at all, I have just chosen a Hallmark movie as my favorite movie of the year. We've come full circle. It's a great movie. It is. It is a great movie. So... I agree. I had a hard time choosing. We all know that I don't watch as much TV as I would like, and I watch even fewer movies. Like, I'm so unlikely to just sit down and choose a movie. I would most often choose a TV show if I'm sitting down to watch something. All of that said, two weekends ago, I watched a movie on Netflix, and I actually think it was great. I hesitate. It's it's hard to put it in best movie of the year category because yeah. I don't watch a lot of movies. So I don't want you to be yeah. like, I think this is the best movie. And I watched a ton. I didn't. This is the best movie of like whatever crappy Netflix movies I watched all year. However, <laughs> this would make a normal Megan and Wendy approved. That movie is Red Notice and it stars Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot. I've heard it said a hundred different ways. I always say Godot, but then I heard some regardless. I actually think she's a terrible actress. Um, Ooh, Wonder Woman. She's so pretty. And I think she gets away with a lot because she's so pretty. Ryan Mm. Reynolds carries the weight of this movie on his back from start to finish. He is so funny. Like, constantly funny. Um, It's a 
caper heist movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny. In any other year, that movie would have gone to a movie theater. Hop on over to Netflix and give Red Notice a watch. Is it like it's not sci-fi, right? It's not. No. Like, okay. It's All like right. an art heist. All right. I think action movie. I think we looked at watching it, but then I turned it down. So maybe we'll revisit. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I like funny. Mm -hmm. I like funny. All right. What's next on the list? Next is beauty product of the year. Was this hard for you to choose? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I kept like trying to be like innovative and like, ooh. but you know what? I picked the one item that I've used probably consistently for the last two years, and it is the Bobbi Brown Hydrating Eye Cream. Oh, that's a good one. It's so good. It's quick absorbing. You put it on, you know, in the morning under a concealer. It dries quickly. I just love it. I've repurchased it. Ouch. I've repurchased it so many times. So, yeah, it's my beauty product of the year. I have so many products that I repurchase a lot. Um, so it was hard to choose because I definitely have a lot of go-tos, but for this year, um, I went with the Tree Hut Sugar Scrub. Oh my God, so good. And in the past, sugar scrubs have been those things that I would kind of buy and then they would just kind of get gross and yucky in my shower. I would use them infrequently. Tree Hut has figured out the sugar scrub game. First of all, they have a million scents, and I'm such a sucker for, like, a seasonal scent. I'm currently using the candy cane scrub. It smells amazing, mm-hmm. like actual candy in your shower. Yep. I fully finished the previous jar I was using, which was just the vitamin C version, which was fine and smelled nice and made my skin feel great. But here's what I like. It's easy to scoop out of the jar. Do I wish it wasn't in a tub? I do, because sometimes I don't like shoving my hands into a tub in the shower. But I don't know that there's another option for a sugar scrub. And some sugar scrubs are very oily, and they Mm -hmm. leave your skin kind of oily, and they make your shower floor slick. I do find these, like, a little bit hydrating, but they don't do it with a thick layer of oil. And it's an easy consistency to scrub. They're not; It's not too thick. It just feels so nice, and my skin feels polished and fresh when I'm done. I'm sure I will move on to a spring and then a summer, like, cocoa colada scent. (laughs) I... I'm super into those. That candy cane one is freaking amazing. It's so good. And like you said, not oily because there are some when you open the tub and the like oil has separated. Yes. It's not like that at all. Not at all. So good. And it's, it has, it's, I will say for me, like the candy, I'm a very textural person. So like, I don't like rubbing like the, the sugar, you know, scrub on my body. So I Uh use, I have like a silicone little like mitt that I right. use to do it that makes it more enjoyable for me but uh-huh. God, I, I love it I love the way it smells oh so good so good so, and so it's good. not a hazard in your shower it doesn't make no. your floor slippery <laughs> agree <laughs> hey what's your clothing item of the year well this was such a hard one for me me too because like there's nothing that I like love love except for my favorite don't activate me hoodie sweatshirt. Ah, uh, it's a good one. It is a Lindsay Hubbard merchandise. She's on Summer House. I bought it from her. It was ridiculously expensive for a stupid sweatshirt. 
But there is something about when I put it on, it's giving my like real fuck you vibes to people. <laughs> it's like, don't talk to me. Don't activate me. I just love it so much. My favorite clothing item is a rediscovered clothing item. And I have spent much of this year looking for jeans that I didn't hate. And I've been in a real rut of Target and Old Navy clothes. And for most things, that does fine for me. I can buy sweaters and shirts and sweatshirts and sweatpants and all of that at those places and feel perfectly fine. Dresses. But I was really struggling for jeans and I finally had to break out and go back to a brand that I know that I loved. And we talked about my experience on Patreon and I went to Nordstrom and I finally came home with wit and wisdom jeans. And I they have this, they call it absolution technology. I'm yes, not, I don't really care about the slimming. I care that they do not cut into my stomach. I like that they are a mid-rise and not too high. Some of these super high-rise jeans, like they make my stomach hurt. Like just like putting my stomach in a prison. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um they're nice and stretchy. The one thing I will say about these is the denim is really soft and so in the past my complaint has been that they can wear out a little bit on the thighs. Mhm. If you wear them regularly, and I will wear them regularly, but for me, at some point, that's the price I'm going to have to pay. If I want a soft denim and I have thighs that touch, I'm going to have to replace my jeans every year. And that's just a price I mean, I think I'm you're willing to pay for getting jeans. your money's worth out of them if you're wearing them that often. You know what I, I yes, mean? So, uh, 100%. percent fine. And they're not that expensive. They're not $150 no, jeans by right. any means. Yeah. yeah they're $78 is their standard price point. Sometimes they do go on sale at Nordstrom Rack. I bought a pair too because you influenced me when we talked mm-hmm. about this before. So, yes, thank you. My only complaint is I ordered mine from Nordstrom as well, and they smell so bad. I, I've already washed them twice too, and they still have that funk to them. So I, um, I've been spraying them with my downy wink- wrinkle eraser spray oh yes called? Uh, like yeah. a febreze yeah basically they still got, they still stink though a little bit but anyway i'm a big fan thank you for sharing those with me well you're welcome i'm glad you like them this next category is a fail i truly have nothing i've been thinking for a day and a half about this i have nothing and that is the category of favorite me time slash free time slash fun activity okay so what would you have chosen in previous years i think I don't know, but I think last year I said Tim repainting. Probably, yeah. And I haven't done that this year. Well, I don't think once. The experience of going to her studio was like the best, but like doing that at home is not as quite as exciting. Well, and I'm not doing it anymore. Last year I had a subscription to her Patreon. She transitioned over to a new platform, which is great and fine. I just find my found myself, like you said, not as interested in doing them as at home. Mm-hmm. I want the in-class experience, sitting there with Wendy. We go to sushi before. Tim reteaches us. She comes and fixes our mistakes. I leave with a product I'm proud of. <laughs> We're just going to have to go to Pino's Palette in the future. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll just do the, the Tim Ree technique. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They'll come and be like, why are there big chunks of paint? This is the way I like it. <laughs> I'm so don't sad. Stifle I'm, my creativity. <laughs> I'm so sad that you don't have anything for this year. There's nothing that like sparks joy in you that you're like, yes, I loved doing that in my free time. 
I mean, I read and I look forward to reading, but really, I know I have no hobbies right now. I don't think I have a hobby. Well, we got to fix that this year. I side note, I have like a a little bit of a I'm making a like a 2022 bucket list a little bit yeah, like yeah. Of things that I want to try each month. So we're just going to have to put some hobbies on there and I'm going to drag you along and do them with me. Can I guess what yours was? Yes, you may. Is it your bird scooter? Hell yeah, it is my bird That's scooter. such a good one. It's such a good one. I'm so glad you have that. And you did it a lot, right? I did. I kind of have fallen off since school started, though, just because we've been so busy with here on the podcast. And I haven't been able to carve out like two hours to take it to the park that I like to take it to and, and ride it around. And And lately, I've been a little bit hung up of like envisioning myself like I'm a 46-year-old woman. <laughs> Riding around on an electric scooter around the park. I must look like a freaking idiot, but it's so much 100% fun. you do not look like an idiot. Everyone's like, I want a scooter. That's what they're thinking. I want a bird scooter. It is they're so wishing they fun. rented them at that park. Oh, I love them. I love it so, so much. I'm get, I got to put that back in my calendar. To put it on your list. Again. I went with Wendy one time and it was so fun. I want to go again. Okay. Let's we'll go over go winter again. break. Okay. We can do that. Just yeah. you and I, yeah. How yeah. Are we, we're gonna make our kids wait for us. <laughs> here, you guys have to wait here. We'll be back. Well, we they can stay home. They can stay home too. Yeah. Okay, we'll go over winter break. That sounds good. I like yeah, I like going in winter break anyway, or I like going in when it's cooler because when the uh-huh. sun is blazing down on you and when you're on your scooter, it's a little bit uncomfortable. But like uh-huh. when it's cooler and you got the wind blowing, I wear my don't activate me sweatshirt and got my headphones in. Love we it. can drop our kids at the tennis courts and then. Oh, okay. Let's do. <laughs> tennis is something I want to learn how to do though in 2022. Or pickleball. it is pickleball. Actually, I really would like to play pickleball because God, I want a pickleball lesson. Let's yeah. put that on our list, man. Okay, I'm in. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I remember when I took tennis lessons for a year and a half, and I was so dedicated to that, and I was I loved having that thing for me. I don't have anything for me right now. That's real sad. Oh, you gotta, you gotta do it for yourself," mm-hmm. says the girl who's hung up on how she looks on a an electric scooter. But you know, we're gonna put our list together, and we will be doing all these things. Twenty twenty two, it's our year. The last item on our list is our favorite big ticket purchase. And when we did this last year, I made a mistake. Because I don't remember what I said. I think like, oh, upgrading my phone. But I was totally wrong. And I said it on Instagram later that my best big ticket purchase of 2020 was actually my chest freezer. Okay. Yes. I just want to make that correction. Now, my best big ticket purchase of 2021. I'm a real jerk. I'm sorry. I know what it's going to be. I knew it. I knew it. Why is that? Why is that a jerk? Oh, uh, leave on a pool. I don't know. I feel like a jerk. We put a pool in. I'm enjoying it. I complained about it a lot. I didn't enjoy the process at all. Although there were some like, oh, that's cool to watch. But other than that, didn't enjoy the waiting. But I enjoy having one. But now that it's done, you love it. I love it. And we're really, we were talking about how nice it's going to be to have that in the backyard next summer. And I think we'll get a ton of use out of it. We use a jacuzzi a lot, like three times a week. And we've heated it a couple times to have the kids swim, but we're looking forward 
to summer with the pool. And I just like looking at it. It just looks nice. Awesome. That's great. That is great. I had a really, really hard time coming up with a big ticket item because last year I said it was my bed. Oh, yeah. Sleep number bed. This year, I even talked to my husband. I was like, I don't think we've purchased anything that was like a big, Mm -hmm. costly endeavor. And he suggested this, and I have to agree with him. It was renting a house on Balboa Island this year. Yeah, There were some highs and lows, but overall, it was such a treat just to be local and to hang and have friends and family over. And that was really nice. Yeah, that's a good one. If we hadn't done the pool, mine would have been like travel, like our road trip, which again, also had highs and lows. But especially after, you know, the year we had had, it was nice to have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the time. Okay. Um, Hey, if you want to play along and let us know your approved items for the year, head on over to our Instagram where we are going to have some story templates that you can use and share your favorites with us. We would love to see you use those and share away and tag us so we can see them. Thank you for being a listener of the podcast. If you like this podcast, we would really love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review and we will be back on thursday with our review of hallmarks part one of two of the sister swap two part event (laughs) from countdown to christmas so come back for that thanks again for listening have a great week everybody goodbye bye guys (laughs) 